My Mum Made Me, the show about the wonderful and sometimes the weird ways in which our mums make us who we are today. Hi, it's Paul here. I really hope you're enjoying the show and I'm going to ask you a favour if you are. Please do follow us. If you do, you'll get to hear all of the episodes first and of course it helps with my self-esteem. I'm only joking. Don't forget to rate us. We're currently on 4.9 stars, which is really exciting and every rating makes my mum, Teresa, laugh just a little bit more. Today, we are joined by Lord... Raj, who, as I have recently discovered, is actually um, a lord, uh, as in a member of the English nobility, but one of those lords where you can, uh, as Raj explains, buy it on a piece of paper. But, you know, he is no less bougie because of it. Raj is uh, a really, really funny guy. He's um, a a fantastic and -and up-and-coming comedian that I saw for the first time on the Edinburgh Fringe. And a lot of his work references his mum, Rita, who came over here uh, in the 80s, not speaking a word of English, um, and is just a sort of firecracker, this real sort of live wire of a woman. Uh, And we talk hugely about her uh, and Raj's dad in this episode of My Mum Made Me. Now, is it Raj or Raj? Whatever, I get called both, whatever you're comfortable with. Lord Raj. C- C- Comedy calls me Raj. Yeah. My friends call me Raj. Raj. Since, yeah, and they, and they laugh when they hear people call me Raj. But it's always, it's both. To and me. where did the Lord come from? The Lord? <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is legit. No. It's not, it's not. Oh, no, don't do that to me. But it is. Yeah. My dad saw one of those adverts where you could buy titles. No way. And so he bought it for everyone. And so that's where... So you're a lord, he's a lord. And my mum's a lady. She's a lady. Is she a baroness or a lady? She's a lady. Okay. But we own, like, this much land in Cumbria. (laughs) And we have to ask 50,000 people's permission to go to... Oh, a bit of land that we can't even stand on. Have, have you been to visit? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's just a good Instagram name, isn't it? <laughs> wow, you are probably a lord. No, I don't, I don't, well, they say you can change your driving license and your passport yeah. and all of that to lord, but someone else told me it's not actually legit. So you would be Mr. Lord. Uh, yeah, so I don't know how. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how it actually works. I like the way your dad's thinking. Well, you give me such a wonderful segue to um, start talking about the topic of this podcast, which is mums, because of course uh, we got Lady. Now I'm going to ask you for your mom's name, Lady Rita. Lady Rita, that's got a nice. It's not name. a very Indian name, is it? No, I like it. But paint us a picture of Rita. Tell us a bit more about her. Okay, uh, she. Is fair skin like me actually, mm. which is which is um, weird because she's from India. She's born in India in a place called Rajkot, mm. not not an affluent area, heavily Gujarati area. She's one of like fifteen kids. Uh, they still have the house that they grew up in. Not mum, but her brother lives there. Yeah. Um, but she, I'm just thinking back to all her brothers and sisters, and she is the most fair-skinned. And my barber has a joke about colonisation, but I won't go into no, it. No, no, let's, 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 have, let's have the joke. Let's have the joke. He says the reason I'm fair-skinned is because some British guy fucked my ancestors. 
But there what you a are. Nice guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a charming bloke, old Steph. Um, but he cuts really good hair, so I just take there the abuse. Go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she and then she sort of uh, not educated. Mm. Uh, came here in 1984. Mm. Married my dad, mm. who came from Uganda. Um, they met here over telephone calls. Wait, so just explain this. Like they were dating and they no. talked to the phone. Okay, so it's like it's like a introduction. Yeah, and then they'd meet here. Yes, sort of thing. Wow. And then, but my dad was already here. Sorry, yeah. at that point, my dad was already here. So it's like eighties Tinder, but like much more convenient. Yeah, just aunties yeah. do the matching. Amazing. Yeah, I've always said um, if I had those sorts of aunties, I would have loved if they have set me up because the amount of shit you have to go through when it comes to dating. Yeah, but you, the, it, see, Indians is 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 those whole. It's really dated now, yeah. but those introductions and arranged marriages and stuff like that are like uh, marry now get to know later sort of thing yeah yeah Mm. so it's like you you really just go straight into it yeah no and divorce is like no really so you're stuck yeah okay I'm not even sure my parents would still be together (laughs) (laughs) one one memory that always sticks with me is when my mum first came to this country so she had this whole thing was like doesn't speak English right so to this day very broken English right um, but she had this whole thing where you'll learn English at school, mm. but at home you'll speak Gujarati. Okay. And it's like, hold on, you'd never learn English though. <laughs> but the funniest memory I have is my uncle. So he's married to my mum's sister. Uh, was trying to explain to my mum what to say at the airport because yeah. she doesn't speak English, right? And... So he told her when she lands, if anyone speaks to you at passport control or immigration, just tell them, go and die. (laughs) And so she went through the airport just telling everyone, go and die. Just go and die. And she she did it. She went around telling people, that's amazing. Go and die. And she she came out unscathed. She She did all right. Yeah, yeah. I think they just thought, what's this crazy Indian woman talking about? My, um, my, dad um came to this country spoke a little bit of english he's from iran originally and met my mum um in the casino oh yeah so he was raised haram that is yeah well I, you know what <laughs> we both had the same thought exactly the same time exactly so he was raised was but you know like not very practicing to be yeah, honest yeah. by the time he came over my mum with casino um they effectively eloped so long story short they ended up getting married in gibraltar because my dad was going to get sent back because there was a war um back in iran anyway as in to fight in the war yeah okay. yeah so he uh well the, the story is they fell in love and got married in Gibraltar. Methinks there might have been a bit of convenience um, added in there as well. So whatever, they got married on the condition that my um, mum, uh, well, my mum put the condition on my dad that they had to have a Catholic ceremony when they got back to right. the UK. So my dad was Muslim, was Catholic. But coming to what you were saying about the um, about the language, it was the opposite way around. So for, for, for me, obviously English was English, you know, you spoke out, outside. Um, and Farsi was what um, we spoke at home, or at least my mum tried to kind of like have that balance. But my parents got divorced when I was quite young, so when I was like four. um, And my mum tried her best to keep it up. But from when we were sort of like 
eight or nine, it had sort of bled away, bless yeah. it. And the only two phrases you could remember to say in Farsi um, were, do you have any money and there are no cars here? Which was sort of like useful to an extent. So she'd say goodbye to us, um, like crossing the road to go to school. She'd be like, are there any cars here? We'd be like, there are no cars here. She's like, do you have any money? We were like, we don't have any money. And then kind of walking to school. But that was it, bless her. And she tried to basically crossing the road. So it was like a pedestrian safety thing. And now... Not getting a car jacked. No. No. are Are there any cars here? Do you have any money? go and take the car and go and get some money. It would be quite yeah. a nice setup, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so she had the opposite thing. But um, what was it sort of, what was it like? I'm always interested to kind of explore as someone of mixed heritage myself. Um, growing up in, where did you grow up? Northwest London. Northwest London. Yeah. Growing up in Northwest London with immigrant parents um, from two different countries, um, speaking a kind of lingua franca at home, but sort of having different languages. What, what was that like for you as a kid? So to clarify, although my dad's from Africa, he's he's Indian African. Yes. So they're both just I'm fully Indian. Yeah. They're just different countries that they were in, uh, and then they got kicked out of Africa because of Idi Amin. They came mm. to the UK. Um, what was it like? So I'm fluent in Gujarati, um, but it would that. Their upbringing or their cultural stuff is very similar. Yeah, I think the Indians in Africa maintain that Indian lifestyle mm. of India. They didn't really change it. Mm. Um, what's weird to me though is there's there's not maybe weird's not the right word, but there's there's Ugandans, native Ugandans, yeah. that speak Gujarati. No way. And they'll because they'll sell food to the Indians because there's still Indians there, right? Yeah. They went back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and they'll speak fluent Gujarati better than me. Wow. But in the house, I'm like broken. There's some words I just don't know how to say. Yeah. So like I was with uh, I did Green Man Festival on Sunday, and I was with uh, Shappy. Oh, Shappy Kosandi. Yeah. Oh no way. And uh, she asked me what pigeon was in Gujarati, <laughs> and I had not a clue. <laughs> Because in my language, I'd say pigeon, and I can very easily just slip. Work, and it would, I wouldn't even think about it. I'd just slip it. It's like, and I can switch between the languages quite quickly as well. That's really, that's a really great talent. Um, I sometimes, whenever I go visit my Iranian family, who I've never been to Iran, by the way. So uh, I'd be interested to like find about about your experience of if you have gone to. Um, the part of India that at least in from. But um, when I go visit my Iranian family, like in Canada or, or other places, they all speak um, Farsi. But what's quite interesting, what's quite funny for me, and I make fun of them for it, is obviously, you know, with a lot of languages, there, are, there aren't really sort of like localised um, or native words for certain things like hard drive or yeah. hacker. So um, actually, I sort of joke with my um, dad and his family that my Farsi is actually really good, even though it's not, because I know all these very complicated words so hard drive in farsi is hard to drive uh, and hacker in uh, farsi is, is pretty much the hacker uh, so it's, it's, so it's yeah, just with an accent basically, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's uh, also i switch i i have some words that i say in swahili oh wow yeah because of the african yeah. side though so like saucepan is stairs saucepan I think it, in Gujarati is tapeli. Yeah. But I would say sufariu, which is Swahili. Oh, 
Wow. And everyone would understand me. Wow. No, no, no rich would... heritage. Have you have you been to either country? Sorry, I haven't Uganda. been to Uganda. Yeah. I have been to India twice, but I hate it. <laughs> oh, it. The entire basically continental country of India, Shit. Raj is pronounced on. Shit. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Only reason I hate it is because it's not a holiday. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's people hectic. go there to find themselves, and I'm like, "Fuck's sake, let's see, auntie. Do you know what I mean? Let's sit here for sixteen hours. Yeah, a lot, a lot of tea, a lot of biscuits. Yeah, and it's 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 a beautiful country, it is. But like, uh, I don't really go to Rajkot anymore. I go to a place called Bangalore, which is, mm. um, you know, when you get those phone calls. Yes, it's them lot. Yeah, uh, I don't speak that language though, so that's okay. weird to me as well. Uh, but there's like 500 different languages in yeah. India, right? Yeah. So um, that bit is is uh, my my family moved there for business, basically. So they they live in Bangalore now, and that's where I go. That's built up. That's like London almost. Like yeah. it's a city. Um, but like they speak they speak a, a different dialect there. And I don't understand it, but I am like a celebrity. Because? Because they think I'm not Indian. Oh, because you're like fair skin, fair skin. Exactly. So I'll be sat at traffic lights. No way. And the car would get swamped with people begging. And it's like, people would just grab you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's not nice, not fun. No. Um, and then Rajkot, well, Rajkot's Rajkot. That's pretty... Yeah. I ain't been there since 97. I mean, in some respects, you, not to sound too pedantic, I mean, you're a lord. You're a a successful up-and-coming comedian. I mean, not that far removed from a celebrity, are you? No, they'd hate me in India. (laughs) I have too many digs at at the culture and the gods and that I'd get slated. People get blacklisted out there. I bet. I bet. It's very sensitive. Like hate, like death threats. So, me saying the crayon joke oh you haven't heard that but go on let's hear the crayon joke I basically say Black Lives Matter meant a lot of companies changed their stance on things right right like Crayola for example yeah. now makes skin colour crayons right so people can draw themselves yeah I just say I wish they did it a little bit earlier so all the Hindu gods wouldn't be blue <laughs> that's, 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 that's the joke <laughs> that's actually a good joke <laughs> but um it's uh yeah that would get me cancelled yeah in India. yeah i uh, bet it's a different there's a different sensitivity yeah i i wanted to ask you're part of the reason that we're speaking is i came to see one of your sets and laughed my my ass off um which was obviously one thing but you did mention a little bit your mom uh, as part of your routine or you kind of referenced her how does your mom sort of fit into your kind of like style of comedy and what does she think of it She's never seen me do it in person. Okay. She's seen me on TV, uh, but she's never seen me in person. And other people tell her about it. And it it, it, it almost doesn't paint her in a good light, I suppose, because she's like, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But that's cool. I'm happy with that. I'd rather, I'd rather she didn't. Um, she's very funny, though. She's uh, She loves a discount. That is absolutely 100... 100- She'll drive 10 miles to save 10p. And it's like, where's the logic? Where's the, lo- you've just spent that in fuel. But it's, uh, you know, they do, 
just she's just bonkers to be honest yeah oh yeah I live at home with my parents hey that's the Indian way man exactly I'll keep an eye on my inheritance I mean it's good, good job that your parents <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like I'm so, going to waitress I'm like you're going you're, to Lidl you're, you're going to Lidl. <laughs> exactly yeah mum drive that extra 10 miles yeah <laughs> but like so, so she hasn't seen a full routine but has she heard like little bits oh yeah she's bits? heard it all yeah um She's not against it. She, she she just goes, oh, yeah, he just takes the piss out of us all the time. <laughs> talking about me and, my, me and my husband taking the piss. But she does love it. And and she she will always say to me, even today when I left, she'll be like, are you going to do a recording? And then are you going to a show after? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, good luck. Anytime I leave the house oh. to go do a gig, she'll say good luck. That's so nice. Yeah. I wanted to share a little bit of good news with you. Oh, yeah. And a um, bit of context. So uh, on the podcast, we obviously talk a little bit about my mom as well. And sometimes we play voice. She sends me WhatsApp voice notes, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, it's a nice sort of um, record of her voice and also her. So I just want to play you this one um, voice note because um, I wanted to get your reaction to it and okay. ask you a question on the back of it. Sure. But um, I'm going to play it. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit out of it and hopefully it kind of uh, comes up. About you giving me in all your kindnesses my 2023 and 2024 birthday present of paying off all of the mortgage for the building society. And I now have a piece of paper saying monthly amount, pound sign, 00.00 lowercase p the pence and then we'll leave it there but um i paid off my mom's mortgage well congratulations thank that you is an amazing uh thing to do it was so yeah, yeah it's a goal i think of every child it is isn't it, it my is. dad's beat me to it he's paid is he? it off yeah but... oh fair enough it's your inheritance then yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm I, I do want to do the house up for them though. yeah i want to change the entire layout of the bottom but that's amazing thank you thank so, you it just felt like yeah it was i mean she, uh, that house i mean it's i don't know if you've ever been to bradford which is where i grew up was if um, you can tell by the accent so it's not as impressive now, is it? No, What's the house in Bradford? <laughs> Cost about the same as a tin, a tin of mackerel, doesn't it? Basically, yeah. It's, uh, so you, it, you spent 50 quid to look, pay off I, I didn't buy. I didn't buy three flat whites one day and it was enough to pay off the mortgage. Um, Bradford? No, yeah, I know, I know. You're not, you're, not, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Here's me it's thinking you're in North London somewhere. Oh God, no, no. 800,000 pounds. Bradford? Can you imagine? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her. You better buy her a car or something gonna, as well. There needs to be another bonus yeah. on the top of it. No, I'm less impressed. I'm sorry. Is, just, <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's no, great. No, 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 no. But you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Because what I was going to say was, um, to add to what you're saying, it's a back-to-back house. It's, it's a small house. And bless her, she uh, she's lived there ever since I was born. And um, even before then, she will probably until, you know, forevermore. Um, so it kind of felt like an affirmation uh, from me to her of 
you know, I love you. I want to kind of give back. Um, I want you to feel like this place is yours for as long as you want it without kind of a mortgage over your head. And there is a question here, which is with either one of your parents, but um, also your mum, do you ever feel that sense of wanting to make her feel good, wanting to make, wanting to give back for all that she's given you? And does any of that motivate you in wanting to become a successful comedian? We're on all the best podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, all of them. And we're even on the World Wide Web at mymummademe.com. Head over to mymummademe.com where you can get extra unheard voice notes sent to your email inbox from the woman herself, Teresa Sharman. That's my mum. Absolutely. Uh, I can give three examples of the last three weeks where I've done this. Mm. So yes, that is 100% true. But part of it is I have a good day job. Yeah. So in order for me to leave this, I have to be a successful comedian to balance that wage out. Yeah. That's key. So maybe not looking after my mum and dad is the priority to becoming a successful comedian. Yeah. But off the back of what I do now, I do. And so this has to match that so I can carry on doing that. Yeah. So it's like a chain reaction a little bit. We're not like, we look after each other a lot, Mm. but we wouldn't say I love you. In a different way. You wouldn't say explicitly, but what's that kind of I love you equivalent in your family? We just tolerate each other. (laughs) No, we do. We like, there's no mine or yours in my house. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, it's ours. Yeah. So that car where I say I gave them a car, it would it was always all of our cars. Yeah. I just paid for it. Yeah. That's the only difference. The same way. Like my dad kind of broke it down to me yesterday and he was like, well, we all have our roles in the house. Mm. And he goes, he goes, your mum, she runs the house. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking, whatever. She deals with that side of things. I'm the cleaner. Yeah. And he calls himself John when he's the cleaner. I don't know why. <laughs> calls himself John. He's like, I'm the John. I'm t- I think it must be a Ugandan thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if it's yeah. racist. I'm sorry if it is. But he calls himself John yeah. when he cleans. And I'm the technology expert. <laughs> <laughs> Slash Fair driver. No, everyone has their role in the house. And so, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, And and it went further. So like Mm. when my grandma was alive, she passed away July, just gone. I'm sorry. She was, she was head of ironing. (laughs) She was head of ironing. She took over from my granddad who passed away in December 19. Uh, He was head of ironing and uh, occasional miscellaneous shops. If we ran out of bananas or bread, he'll get that. Important staples, Yeah. yeah. Who has the head of ironing now gone to? My dad does it at four in the morning. Wow. And he finds it relaxing. Yeah, do you know what? I'm with him. Yeah, but I said to him, stop ironing pants. Why are we ironing our pants? Underwear. Yeah. Or, yeah. Really? We do. And no. we will, we refuse to change <laughs> because my granddad spoiled us by ironing our pants all those yeah. years ago. Now when we put unironed pants on, it doesn't feel right. No. So we still iron our pants. And for the benefit... And our socks. For the benefit of people who have never had, including myself... Um, have my pants. No, I, I'm you know what? I, I'm not that right. sort of show. It's <laughs> not that sort of show. But what's the difference? Like feeling wise. It's just like wrinkly and yeah. Yeah, like smooth. Yeah. It's just smooth. It's like. a level of comfort unknown to most men. Yeah. And if you get them warm on a winter's day. Oh my Lord. Boy. 
Wow. So this is a big role in your household, director of ironing operations. Director of ironing is quite important. Nice. Do you think you'll ever take it on yourself? I mean, I'll have to eventually, right? Because I I was sitting there thinking about this the other day and there's going to be a point, unless I start a family, that I will be in that house by myself at one point. Mm. And I've I've always grown up with a minimum of of four mm. to six people or mm. eight people at one point yeah. in one house. Yeah. There's a lack of independence, unfortunately, for Indian women in India. Yeah. Where they're like, I'm here to make sure my husband's happy. Right. To the point where if he's at work, he must have hot lunch. Wow. And they build this whole thing. You must have seen it. What sort of like the the different layers? Yeah, of, yeah. And then the guy takes it on the work. bike, yeah, and he yeah. goes, and he knows where every box goes, yeah. and there's hundreds of boxes on the back yeah. of that, and he, and it all it, just to make sure he gets no pack lunch in the morning, leave with this. Now nah, he's got to have his food hot at lunchtime. And if it's not too prying a question, I mean, your parents are obviously of the next generation up. That doesn't what you describe doesn't necessarily sound like your mum. That level of that lack of independence or that level of independence. It sounds like she had a lot more independence. What what was the difference? Was it sort of her as in her personality? Was it just things are a bit more relaxed? I think she could still do a lot more. I mean, she'd really she'd she'd reluctantly go out without my dad. Really? She wouldn't. You wouldn't sort of. She wouldn't be like, I'm going to dinner with the girls. Mm. that's not really a thing mm. I came home at like 4am one day uh, I can't remember where I was but I opened the front door took my shoes off in the porch opened the second door and in front of me is the kitchen yeah. and my mum's in the doorway of the kitchen 4am yeah. with a half smashed bottle of like vinegar Okay. She just looks at me and I'm like, shit. What's... <laughs> I'm thinking someone's broken in, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And she just looks at me and goes, don't move. And I'm like, what is going on? She'd seen a fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> and she was ready to just absolutely kill she, yeah. the shit out of this rat. She was hunger gazing. <laughs> and like I was like, rat. what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to kill it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill it. And she's just ready to run around this house with a oh half smash bottle. And then uh, I was like, look, where do you think it came from? And, but she's, and then she's like, it's like, I didn't even think to do this, right? But this is, this is smart. I don't know where she learns this yeah. stuff. While she was trying to kill it, she used the other half of the bottle that she smashed yeah. in what she thought was the hole that it came from. Yeah. And she'll put the glass in that with chilli powder so that any time the rat might come back or his mates might come yeah. back, they cut themselves on the glass and the chilli will burn them so they'll never come back again. Ooh, it's I, really smart I and it crazy. Back. It's not Hunger Games, it's Squid Games. It's this. nuts. Wow. It's nuts. It, but yeah, that's pretty much her. That is amazing. Which is, that's her ride or die. She'll yeah. do anything. Really? To make sure that the castle is safe. Did she get the rat? I don't think she did, no. <laughs> I went to bed. I think she scared <laughs> off that rat. The rat yeah. was like, mm, no. But that, that's definitely one of the freakiest things ever. And she's, she's weapon heavy. Like, she's got a weapon in every room. No way. And when you say weapon, like hammer, baseball bat? Uh, she's got um, the, the middle bit of a dumbbell. On lower yeah. ground. For a kosh. Yeah. yeah, she's got, I think, a blade in the second second floor. Yeah. And then 
at the top. I'm not sure what she's got on the top floor. No idea. She would rarely go up there anyway. Fair enough, yeah. But it's it's all part of the empty house thing that I was talking about. She's never been alone in the house. There's always someone there. There's a little bit of anxiety, I guess. I guess so, yeah. And it's like, um, it's weird because neighbours and relatives would send parcels to my house because someone's always there. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's there by herself. My grandpa's passed away, my granddad passed away, my dad's at work, I'm at work. But she's lucky I'm there during the day now. But yeah. if my dad's doing a night shift and I'm going to do comedy, then that night she's by herself, yeah. right? Yeah. That's foreign to her. That doesn't, she doesn't like that feeling at all. So if any listeners are um, wondering what to buy Raj's mum for Christmas, nunchucks. Nunchucks, um, axes. Yeah, uh, sort of uh, studded baseball bat. Yeah, she'll have them all. Rita will appreciate it. She'll <laughs> kick someone's ass. Probably I, be me. It probably would all be used against me at one point. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you started telling that story, I thought it was going to go down the line of she thought you were a burglar. No, yeah, she no. She uh, equipped herself. I've, um, my partner, um, to make a long story, story short I was supposed to be we were supposed to land a couple of months back in New York at the same time and I was coming from Toronto he was coming from London and long story short plane was delayed by a day I was a day late um, and by the time I got there after a horrendous journey I literally just collapsed on the bed and then I sort of fell underneath the back of my head like a sort of like a, it was like a lumpy pillow is probably the best way to describe it and I was like that's really weird put my hand underneath and there was a knife and a fork but just a regular, like, eating knife yeah. and a regular fork. I was like, I get it, but what do you think you're going to do with, like, a, like close to close hand-to-hand combat melee? Like, what are you going to do sort of trying to eat In a their, hotel room? Eat, no, in, a, like, a flat, basically. Oh, right. My friend's flat. You were trying to eat their ear or something. It was just, just, see, that's weird to me. It's like, people you, are so you don't get scared. That. I don't get fearful at all. No. Really? I'm more fearful that people steal from me on the sly. Yeah. I don't like that like feeling. pickpockets or? Yeah, I don't like that feeling of someone being in. Like, if someone broke into my house, I'd probably sell it. Like, some, <laughs> someone's been in my space. But I'm like that. If I drop my phone and I crack the skin, I'm like, I'm not Tell. repairing that. I need another one. We weren't uh, well off growing up. No. No, my dad bought that house for £30,000. Wow. Yeah, so it's, and, and that was expensive. Mm. Like, he quit school to work. Wow. Because he was the oldest brother. Um, and uh, yeah, we weren't, we weren't, I was trying to write a joke about this actually, but we weren't, we weren't well off. Um, but it was like, I didn't grow up working. I thought I grew up working class, but I yeah. just grew up Indian. Like it was, it was. What does that mean? It just, we're tight. Yeah. I don't think we were broke. We just lived like we were broke. Okay. That's it. We just, <laughs> we just didn't spend any, and that's, that's like how we paid the mortgage off. He yeah. just. He used to go out and get loans, right? He'd go to the bank and get a loan out for 6%. And then he'd take that and put it in a savings account for 7%. No way. And so he's like, but I'm like, why are you doing that for 1%? And he's like, because at the end of it, it's £25,000 I didn't have before. Exactly. And I have to pay the loan back. So it's like a cheeky, like a forced way of making savings. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, all right, I get 1% back. But that's, I didn't have that money before. That's so clever. He's our very own Wolf of Wall Street, Market Tracer. Well, I mean, he did, he did, uh, I know this is about mums. 
but let's just assume my mum made the, my dad the man he is and then he made me the man I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was very influential in, in most things I do from what I did at uni, what I do for a living, buying a house when I did, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. He was, he was uh, key and all of that. And and he wouldn't have time to focus on all, all of that if it weren't for my mum. So Exactly. She's the bedrock. That's it. She She's No, I think without her, she says as well, if I die, you are fucked. And we're, <laughs> me and my dad look at each other and go, we're fucked. <laughs> we'd, we'd literally, we'd be on that special K diet, you know, two bowls of cereal a day. Yeah, that's it. And we'll all lose a gene size a week. <laughs> me and my dad just eroded away. What is your best best bit of your routine for our listeners and I kind of want to you know I love the joke you were telling uh the skit you did about like the the sort of Hindu gods and the, and the crayons yeah. and the second question is um what would your mom think about hearing this conversation here when she listens to it back but let's let's take him in that order my best bit for me personally uh, I think the biggest laugh is is uh, the racist Tinder date. Tell us. So, I don't know if it's clean enough. Go on. Oh, so it's basically, uh, you know, I go on a date with this girl, but it's Tinder match, so I'm thinking I'm just trying to get my leg over here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I travel quite far to go and see her out of London. And I'm like, oh, what's there to do around here? And th- this is a true story. Yeah. She said, not much. It's full of P words. And I was like, and then she started talking about Mr. Singh in the shop. She's like, he stinks, blah, 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 oh blah. God. And I was like, oh, Mr. Singh, Mr. Singh sounds Indian, not Pakistani, yeah. right? And she said, same thing. Oh and I'm God. sat there like, boy, I'm fully Indian. This is horrible. <laughs> and then uh, and then she said, and she said, where are you from? And it's, that's the point where I'm like, you know, I'd usually stick up for my people, yeah. but... The dry spell was real. <laughs> and I pretend to be Colombian. <laughs> that is a that is a legit true story that happened in Chesham. Right. right? Yeah. Um, that is far. <laughs> yeah, and, and in that same McDonald's car park, another guy called me a P word. No. And she defended me because she said he's not. <laughs> he's Colombian. <laughs> Colombian. <laughs> God love a thoughtful racist. <laughs> She's like, actually, he's not. He's Colombian. <laughs> uh, but that was right. Uh, so everything in that story is true apart from sleeping with her. Yeah. I just very much said I was Colombian for my safety. I didn't know where yeah. that was going to go. But I think I could pretty much say I was anything and I'd pass. Your mum's never heard that story, presumably. She watched it on TV. I did, did that she? bit on BBC. What, yeah. she, what was her reaction? She didn't say anything, to be fair. No. no. Yeah, it's sort of like price. I think she just thinks some of it's just made up. Yeah. <laughs> not, like, my boy, not my boy, not my boy. And what do you, did you tell her about coming here today? And will she listen to it? What do you think she'll make of, like, I mean, I'll play it for her. I just said I was doing a recording. And yeah, yeah. Anything after that, if I try and... I'd be late trying to explain to her what a podcast is. <laughs> so I'd just call it radio. <laughs> if it, yeah, it's radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Back in the day, we used to walk 10 minutes to the phone box oh. with a calling card. And then my mum found out, I don't know, you were... How old are you? I'm older than you. I'm 39. 39. Yeah. You might remember this, right? Sainsbury's used to have a Euros or World Cup book yeah 
and you had coins of yeah. all the players. Yeah. Do you remember it from yeah, Sainsbury's? Yeah. My mum somehow <laughs> found out that those coins work in the phone box. <laughs> oh my God. And so she had a full collection. <laughs> she pop about. Go down to the phone box yeah. and call India for free. No. Matt, yeah. I don't I know how. It. She must have accidentally put it in one day. That's and she amazing. had free calls to India all the time. But now she's got her phone. She can yeah. just call them whenever she wants. Yeah. Video call them. She, I think she's been to three weddings on WhatsApp video call. No way. Yeah. That's no. impressive. Yeah. Final thing. Um, you've got a lot of stuff coming up over the next couple of months. Where can people go and see you? Angel. Uh, amazing. Uh, Oxford. Norwich all the best places um, boxing I'm boxing on Monday morning you're like in a, in a sort of like celebrity match like no no I box, t- I box twice a week alright oh, yeah. uh, okay. at six in the morning it's all fun and games Manchester yeah um, loads of places Norwich where can people again. find out um, uh, yeah I places. usually throw up my gig list on Instagram which is lord underscore raj two j's someone had lord raj yeah I've already had One an argument J. with him he won't give it to me damn it yeah, but I like the two J's. I made a joke out of it at the end of my set. And uh, yeah, but he won't give it up. I just want it out of principle now. Yeah. It's, I, it's I think he's like a, he's in India. He's like some motorbike fanatic, I think. Let's see if he's still about. And if you could all DM him and call him a prick. Yeah. Uh, be I, think, I think we've got the beginnings of a campaign. Look, what's the point? Like nothing. No. No posts, no following. Nah. Oh, I'm sorry. Nah, he just took my name like that. I was like, well, justice for Lord Raj 2Js. 2Js. We need to get Lord Raj 1J to give up what shouldn't be his. And forget all the Raj and Raj. People actually put the 2Js in my name now. They, well, there you go. And, but no one ever, could, I hate when a poster says Lord Raj, because yeah. that is just my Instagram name. Yeah. I don't want because it's quite protect. Like, well, we're now coming to the stage. Lord Raj, just like who the fuck is this wanker? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's. Um, well, I liked it. Well, yeah. go and check out Lord underscore Raj Two Js on Instagram for Mr. Raj's perfect tour dates, and you get uh, a random question of the day as well for good measure. Nice. What's the random question of today? What the would you rather? Okay. Every day, you get one of these, Monday to Friday, because weekend's off. Uh, would you rather be able to fly anywhere you want? Yeah. Or stop time whenever for 30 seconds? Oh, stop time for 30 seconds. What's winning, though? Dude, you're miles off, man. No, fly anywhere you want. Why would you want to stop time? What are you trying to do? Yeah, maybe we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> you just get home and be like, he lasted for hours yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? I was just stopping time, stopping baby. Time. <laughs> every time, name. every time you're about to bust, just stop time. <laughs> Raj, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was good fun. Cheers.